0: On today's show, we're getting more signs that the auto industry is slowing down, Lincoln brings back suicide doors, and a car dealer explains why Tesla should be forced to sell cars through franchise dealers. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the voice of the global automotive industry. Well, we're getting more signs that the global auto industry is slowing down. Back in October, Jaguar Land Rover announced it needed to cut costs by 2.5 billion pounds to help turn around the company. Now the Financial Times reports that JLR will cut as many as 5,000 jobs in January. It's not the only one. GM and Ford recently announced plans to close plants, cut shifts, and cut headcount. And now FCA will idle four plants in January. It's Warren Truck, Brampton, Ontario, Jefferson North, Sterling Heights, and Toledo North plants will be down for several days or up to a week to reduce inventory levels. But think about that. Two pickup truck plants, two Jeep plants, and the plant that makes the Challenger and Charger have to cut production. The good news is that these three companies are showing gritty discipline and will not have to resort to heavy incentives. As if to add insult to injury, not only did Mercedes-Benz drop out of the Detroit Auto Show, it's using CES in Las Vegas to unveil its new CLA sedan. CES runs only one week before the Detroit Show, and this demonstrates how the event formerly called the Consumer Electronics Show has emerged as an auto show in its own right. Automakers are no longer using CES for technology announcements. They're actually unveiling cars there as well. California just took another step closer to mandating that all buses in the state be electric by 2040. But fleet operators are concerned about range, recharging time, and power. They're also worried that a neighborhood may not have enough power to service a yard with 200 buses. And then there's the issue of cost. Reuters reports that a diesel bus costs under half a million dollars But a natural gas-powered bus costs $525,000, an electric bus costs $800,000, and a fuel cell one costs $1.3 million. Speaking of electrics, Hyundai just announced the price of the Kona EV. The base price is $37,495 before incentives. It has a 64-kilowatt-hour battery pack and 258 miles of range under ideal conditions. For now, it will only be sold in California, but will be available in other ZEV states at a later date. And Infiniti is going to unveil its first fully electric SUV at the Detroit Auto Show next month. Alfonso Albaisa, the head of global design for Nissan, says this car exhibits a new design language that will show up on other infinities, and that its electric powertrain provides more interior space. Well, we've got technical details on the hybrid system used in the new Porsche 911, and that's coming up next. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global
1: leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by ExxonMobil.
0: Tesla is facing another union organizing effort by its workers, this time at a solar panel factory in New York. Bloomberg reports that it would involve about 300 production and maintenance workers and is a partnership between the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers and the United Steelworkers. A Tesla spokesperson said the company pays employees an average of $16.20 an hour, plus benefits and an equity stake in the company. Porsche will soon be adding another electrified vehicle to its lineup. Ward's Auto reports that the new 911 will support both hybrid and plug-in hybrid models, with the ability to run solely on electric power for short distances. Porsche did not reveal exactly what will power the car, but the automaker's head of sports car development says it used the Panamera Hybrid as a performance reference. Its electric motor produces 134 horsepower and 400 pound-feet of torque, and when combined with the new 911's updated turbocharged six-cylinder boxer engine, the hybrid could develop nearly 580 horsepower and 690 pound-feet of torque. The electric motor will be housed in the rear section of an updated eight-speed dual-clutch transmission engineered by ZF, and the battery is expected to be located in the front of the car, which would actually improve its weight distribution. Lincoln is offering a new version of the Continental with rear suicide doors that will carry a price tag of over $100,000. The car will be built at Ford's Flat Rock plant, then shipped to Cabot Coach Builders in Boston to stretch the sedan's wheelbase by 6 inches. Only 80 examples will be built next year and sold as the Continental 80th Anniversary Coach Door Edition. A door sill plate will feature its number in the run, but Lincoln will offer even more in 2020. Coming up next, a car dealer explains why Tesla should sell its EVs through franchise dealers. Lighter, safer, stronger, quieter, and more sustainable. Tell us where you need to go and we'll help you get there. Dow Automotive Systems, we don't succeed unless you do. On last week's AutoLine After Hours, we were joined by Ryan LaFontaine from the LaFontaine Automotive Group, and he discussed why Tesla should sell its vehicles through franchise dealers instead of its own stores.
1: Franchise laws are really in place to protect the consumers. Everyone thinks it's just to protect ourselves. So they put those things in place, and, and there's laws obviously in place abiding by to make sure everyone's on the same common grounds. So it's not that we're opposed to Tesla coming in. We love for Tesla coming in. It's just they have to go through the retail network. Why? Why should they? Because of the, the, the experience, the servicing center. If you look at that standpoint, um, and you look at it making all the other dealers and all the other manufacturers have to do something like that, It's there, it's, it's been there for a reason for the customer. La- last week we had Henry Payne here, a sure. uh, car critic from yep. the Detroit News, who bought a Model 3 mm-hmm. Tesla. He's willing to take it to Toledo to get it fixed. Cleveland. he oh, go Cleveland. to Cleveland, yeah. Yeah, until it breaks down on the side of the road, and he really needs help in that regard. So I understand people say that in theory, but obviously until it happens, you break down, and all of a sudden you need something to react right away. You know, there are, I think, 28 brands in the U.S. market. As of last month, Tesla outsold at least 18 of them, maybe 19. Sure. Aren't you worried about these guys? I mean, they are red hot. I love competition. I, I absolutely thrive by competition. I think Tesla's a great competition. I think all brands are great. We have diversity. A lot of dealers don't have diversity. We have imports and domestics. And I I think that them coming into the game is going to make all of the other manufacturers sharpen their skills on different technologies to be even better. Uh, But I think there's something even bigger coming from Tesla. Uh, Tesla just obviously gets talked about quite a bit. But looking at what these manufacturers, when I meet with all the CEOs behind the scenes of what they have coming, there's a lot of great products coming, a lot of great technology um, that obviously I think all the consumers are going to benefit from.
0: You can watch that entire episode right now on our website, autoline.tv, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. That's it for today. Thanks for watching, and please join us again here tomorrow.